captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Shana Tova fam, and welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy for season two, episode 22, Bachelorette Party. I am neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Ali Lasher, and I am here in the new year with my good quote-unquote friend, Akiva Winokur. Akiva, how's it going? Wait, we're in the new year? Are people going to think this is happening on Rosh Hashanah? Should we put a disclaimer? That we this podcast was not recorded on Rosh Hashanah. I knew you were gonna say something like that. I agree. Part of me was like, should it even not come out? But I'm mm-hmm. gonna set it now. Like it's like when Shabbat, when when Orthodox Jews have like a timer to turn the lights on on Shabbat, mm-hmm. they didn't yes. turn the light on. That's fine. I am going to in the prior year when we were recording this on Thursday. I'm mm-hmm. going to set it up a very chic, uh, not chic, God, advanced technological system where I can set it to auto drop at mm-hmm. 12 a.m. on Wednesday. So, yeah, Chester's not my Chester's sin. Chester's doing it too. Yeah. Oh, no, if I don't Chester's think doing it, then it's been blessed. I'm saying, but we're, but we're dropping episodes Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday like that. Right, Assuming but you're, I record them. Okay, but you're pre recorded. We're not recording this. We would not record. I have a strict policy of not recording on uh, the high holidays. You obviously have a strict policy of not recording on the yeah. high holidays. Can, you can't go and do uh, 5782 the wrong way. But this is when, you know, Akiva and my religious observances uh, come closer than ever. It's like when the moon is like the closest to the sun in the orbit. Like, this is the time. Mm-hmm. I'm still not at Akiva, but we're the closest we've ever been. Mm-hmm. Religiously. Yeah. <laughs> But we could not let – I'm actually proud of us. I had my doubts that we were going to be able to get pull this off. Yeah, this was uh, – this is like the most in advance, I think, we've done an episode, right? Certainly. Uh, and this is a tribute to you, you know. We both have a lot going on, but it's quite late where you are. Yeah, I realized that when I had a, uh, a fantasy draft tonight and then as we were starting the fantasy draft – like the guy next to me turned to me and I realized like, oh, we weren't in another fantasy league together. And then like that was still going on. That was like more of an email one instead of an in-person one. It's like <laughs> so we have like a fantasy draft going on during our fantasy draft that we're dealing with. That's like uh, what's more more of an email one as opposed to a full email. You're mo- a little email. A little it was like person. because it was it, this was like a league that's like always ongoing. So it was just like drafting a couple players each, not like a whole team. So it was just like more of a reply all than uh, than like sitting in a room for two hours or uh, or getting together. In a barbecue or something. Um, well, that sounds like fun. I hope you did well. Um, but we're here to talk about Season 2, Episode 22, Bachelorette Party, directed by Matt Son, written by Key Cannon, aired April 9th, 2013. We have quite a bit of old business before we get oh, into wow. it. Oh, that, wow. Um, that's surprising, considering we just dropped an episode. What, what's <laughs> it's been 24 business? hours. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, firstly... Thank you. Akiva did come through and send me the list of New York City bars per team. Yes. Uh, I did. It is an old list. Uh, sadly, some places have closed. Oh, no. Because one of them actually is the place that Jordan Kalish used to host Survivor Watch Parties. That's the only reason. I didn't, like, start looking up every bar. Mm-hmm. But. So, so we couldn't find a... Uh, you couldn't find a... Uh, like, was that the Broncos bar? Was that the one you were going to go no, to? No, no, no. Uh, we, we also missed the low-hanging fruit that I really need to be going to Patriots bars. I was hoping you didn't say that. <laughs> like, imagine the worst. It's like, 
is it is it the better Patriot fans like the ones that made it out of Boston are now in New York? Are they like these crazy front runners like Michael J. Clark types who like are, are not from Boston at all? No, no, in New no. York? Then I, no, no, no. I'm you not know? looking for posers. That's what I'm I, saying. I, no. Well, ideally, I'm looking for someone who's like cooling their heels in New York with and he either only wants to go back to Boston or would stay in New York. Right. I hear you. No, oh, that would be terrible. Patriots bar. Here's I get the, the, the Hebrew Jebrews. Just think of that. The Hebrew Jebrews. I hate the Patriots and the Red Sox until I become one of them. Like I am. Uh, I'm willing to convert team allegiances. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to raise Red Sox fans. Oh, no. But until then, I will root against the Patriots and heckle the Red Sox. It's terrible. Until I'm adopted into the family. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you be single forever. Well, that's also highly possible. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's actually the Cowboys bar. So R.A.P. in, well, not R.A.P. in, but <laughs> there's probably a lot of Cowboys fans. You know, the Cowboys have more fans than any other NFL team by far. I'm not really interested in a Cowboys fan, so I wasn't that upset. Oh, I don't think Cowboys you should bar. be. I don't think you should be. But, but I also think there's probably like 30 of them, just because they have so many more fans than the other teams. Oh, good, <laughs> good for them. Um, all right, so that's just some old business there. Felipe pointed out, thankfully, thanks to Felipe here. Only mm-hmm. 100 more episodes to recap officially. Oh, I didn't, didn't think like that. That's, uh, that's very sad. That's sad? I mean, I don't know. That's fine. 100 is <sighs> a lot. That, if I, you never I, miss yeah. a week, that still, you know, takes you into 2023. Well, look, I'm... Well, we also have a couple of condensed episodes. Like, there's a three-part episode we're going to do in one shot. Okay. That's still, that doesn't change. <laughs> All the, right, now down to 98. Perfect. I mean, look. And, and then there's we one the season jars. we're doing in one week, we said. Oh, this reminds myself. No, we didn't say that. But this no. reminds me. Unless we could do the last season's only like seven episodes. We could do one episode of the last season. We'll see. Okay. Um, nah, it probably deserves more the last season. Unless it's really bad. Don't tell me. You'll just want to savor the moment with me. Because we're not doing. This isn't some Art, Rob, and Akiva bullshit. Like, we're not spinning this off. Like, No, this when is we're done, gonna, we're, we're done. Going, and we're done. And we're never speaking again. <laughs> Well, then, yeah, let's do four four uh, podcast episodes per TV episode then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, look, you know I love a bit and I love commitment to a bit. Like, I don't actually want to stop speaking to you at the end of this at this current point. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But wouldn't that be a great bit if it was like, forget your 32 fans episodes that, destro- like, that self-destructed 32 minutes. If our podcast friendship dissolves formally and we can never speak again at the mm-hmm. end of the series. Right. That's pretty great. Yeah, I'd, I'd commit to that bit. Wait, can I... Um, so Kay Cannon, you said directed this episode? Uh, re- wrote it. She I wrote the episode. I was waiting for you to Okay, so, so Kay Cannon, do you know who she used to be married to? We've ha- Didn't we have this conversation? Did we? I feel like she's been involved before. Because you love telling me about No, Kay I Cannon. don't think we have. I don't... That, uh, that she was married to Sudeikis? Did we t- we, maybe we talked about it. I don't remember. Oh, maybe we didn't. That sound familiar? That she was a Sudeikis? I feel like Sudeikis gets around. You said this. I feel like you've said this, but you is were this thinking a rerun? of Mulaney or something. <laughs> I think I'm looking to see when. Why was I thinking of Mulaney? Because she, because Sudeikis is Olivia Wilde, and is that is that who Mulaney's with now? Olivia Wilde. I haven't heard a lot of buzz, although I do actually. No, he, is he I, with Olivia Munn or Olivia Wilde? Um, Olivia Munn. Uh, oh, okay. uh, the the uh, Harry Styles is with Olivia Wilde. Younger Man. men are in, baby. Okay. I saw um, uh, my a Boston correspondent saw John Mulaney in Boston. Mm-hmm. How about that? 
like on the street or they saw him do no he's a, do, like doing a residency uh and um ooh, it sounds what do you think is harder a stand-up comedy residency or like doing the like 24-hour doctor residency <laughs> i think if you're john mulaney doing the doctor residency is harder I feel like he's seasoned do would you rather like what do you think would be worse a, a stand-up com- comic who was like learning to be a doctor or a doctor learning to be a stand-up comic well, I think it would be harder for the stand-up com- comedian to learn to be a doctor. You do think so? I mean, like to go to med school or to be like one night with Dr. Jen and it's like you got to do like surgery a, now. Not like one <laughs> night, but like maybe it's like you're in one of those like uh, learning annex. That, I don't know. It's like like a night school, maybe like, uh, you know, you get like a, a couple hours, a, you know, a week, like a one three-hour week session. I think if a, if a doctor and a stand-up comedian respectively – took night school classes. One went to med school and one went to like comedy, a comedy writing yeah. class. They have those, right? Yeah, sure. I think the doctor would be able to put out a passable five-minute set. And, five minutes? That's and like... The, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the comedian would graduate from med school if they both applied themselves. Like, okay. I, I don't, think, I don't mm-hmm. think either of them would be the best. Okay. But I, I think if you're asking me, like, could someone go to medical school... Like, yeah, I think someone could go. I think anyone could go to law school if you apply yourself. Like, if, if you found out your doctor was a real doctor, but also, like, dabbled in a lot of stand-up on the side, would that make... I love make, that. You would love that. It wouldn't make you, like, more like, oh, this isn't really his passion. This is just what he does for money. I mean, should... Like, look, I'm, I'm a professional who talks about this with you. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's fine to have other hobbies. I, okay. Like I, I don't know why you're, you're like I trying guess, to trap yeah, I guess me doctors into are saying like I hobbies. can't take you seriously yeah, if you're I guess doing something should, else. I guess doctors should have hobbies. That's true. Um, all right. Speaking of uh, this ending, mm-hmm. we also have the jar episodes. We're 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 in striking distance from yes. the end of the season. It's true. Do you think it would be helpful if we pulled the jar movie? either this episode or next episode to give more people a chance to actually watch the movie. Cause right now we're giving them a week's notice and we're giving ourselves a week's notice. Like, wouldn't mm-hmm. you like it if you had time in the next two weeks and you knew like, Oh, I could watch this movie now. All right. So next week we'll pull it. I was kind of hoping you would say this week. Oh really? You, okay. We I just want to, I just think it'd be exciting to go to the jar right now. Well, right. I mean, like, do we want to add stuff though? No, we're not. A- you've you've kept the jar on lock. Okay, fine. And for people who are maybe joining the middle, do you want to remind them of what the jar is exactly? Why don't you remind them what the jar is? So the, basically, the jar is a. Uh, after every season, we we uh, examine a new girl. Rela- you know, someone in the core five, or maybe a relevant person from the show, one of their other projects. So uh, after season one. We did, uh, I was going to say we did yesterday, but we did not do yesterday. <laughs> that was something else. We, we did, did it in our own way. What was, so what was the, what was the um, Jake Johnson? It was called Win It called? All. Win It All. We, 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 we talked about that movie. And now, so what is in the jar for post-season two, which is not. Should I get the jar? Thing. Yeah, you can get it. Okay, so you entertain the crowd. I'm not editing this out. I okay. had a lot of great alley from the editing room action uh, mm-hmm. this in this last episode. You don't know this, but when you said <laughs> when you said hello to yourself to jog your own brain, yeah, I cut in and just laughed and I laughed. <laughs> like, I laughed. So I was like alley from the editing room. I'm crying, and then like went back to the show. I do think Hold I on, do I that a lot in real life, also. Um, I don't, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't remember anything that was in the jar at all. 
I'm trying to remember, like, if I could name one project from Jake Johnson or Zooey. I don't know. Lamorne. I don't think I know any of anything in the jar. So maybe. Okay, you couldn't guess? I, I can't remember one thing in the jar. So please. Okay, I remember everything in the jar. This jar, it's an actual jar from mm -hmm. Bibble and Sip. Great mm -hmm. co coffee yep. place in New York City. Okay, so we have Max Greenfield. We have the movie They Came Together with Paul Rudd and um, um, Amy Poehler, which mm -hmm. actually the Boston correspondent recommended to me recently. I did not know this was like somehow related to Wet Hot American Summer or like the people from Wet Hot American Summer, but it oh, makes okay. sense. So we'll see. David Wayne. We, ha we have a Justin Long movie, Accepted. I don't uh, think we should do that. No, we're doing it. That that's more like our. I know, but I feel like Justin Long is out now of the show. You know. You have no idea if Justin Long is out now, and what I like it is what that. What do you mean? He hasn't been out in there in so long. It's possible he's coming back, but right now he's so like ancillary but, to the show. What I like about this is that it reflects like what your knowledge was when we started the jar, okay, and fine. it's like we've talked about accepted, and it's a Bill Asher fave. Okay. I think it would be fun, but we'll see. Oh, right. I forgot that's why it was there. No, I forgot. See, now you're throwing out the, the Billy Lasher thing. <laughs> dead dad I, pass. It's appropriate yeah. for the... No, that's no, right. No. Uh, that pass expired quite a long time ago. You can... Um, you, does, do you want a Kiwi Vito? You could get no, one No, no, that's fine. I forgot why it was in there. It makes a little more sense. I remember talking about it now, but... Uh, I uh, would like you to have independent of accepted. I'm not saying you get to remove something from the jar. I just... I think you should get a veto if you don't feel like watching the movie. All right, so let's hear what else is there. You no, don't I, know anything about the movie, so it would be very funny for you to veto one. Well, I think I've seen accepted, though. We both have. Oh, okay, fine. Okay. Lamorne's movie, Desperado, a Hulu original. Mm-hmm. Uh, Desperado. movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, which a woman. <laughs> um... Hannah Simone, Band-Aid. I'm very excited for this. That's the okay, um, yes. the um, What's Her Name and Adam Pally movie. What's Her Name? You know, What's Her Name? <laughs> We've talked about her. I really like her. She's Jewish. Um, she's in that show I like. That's like the different stories. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not giving you enough. She's sort Natasha of a severe Leon? haircut. No, she has like a severe. She hasn't been on New Girl. She's like. She's just like a woman actress who's Jewish. She's got three names. Zoe Lister-Jones, we talked yes, about her. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. For Zooey, I like this. We have, she was in movies called both The New Guy and Good Girl. So we're doing New Guy, Good Girl. Okay. Which We'd is have to pretty watch funny. Both? We'd have to watch both. So that's okay, why I that's think fine. Kiwi's veto might be helpful. No, no, no. no. I'm not going to veto that. We have time. No, I meant if you, like, Three seasons from now, if you like, don't want to watch both. Ah, okay. Like, hey, I'm not in the mood this month. Maybe we'll do it at season six or something. Okay. Right, and then we have producer Kelly's choice, which won last time, and that's why we watched. Uh, and we don't know what that is, right? She will. Well, we we will go to her, and she will pick the movie, and then okay, we will fine. put it in post. Okay, perfect. Well, this was just a reset. We don't have to pull from the jar now. Fine, let's pull next week at the at the end of next week's episode. Okay, so people let us know if you feel like accepted shouldn't be in the jar, mm -hmm. but no spoilers. Have, so just message me. What if they have me. an incredible jar idea? That maybe something that, like you know, it was, was off our radar. It came out in the last few months or something. Well, been doing season. Two. Imagine something being off our radar. No, I mean I like the idea of having a flexible jar. I also like the idea of adding stuff to the jar and then not all of it getting picked. So like, we will only do what six of these. 
Yeah. If we decide, I think the last episode should be the finale. The last episode should not I agree. be a jar. I agree. So right now we'd have enough time to do all of these. But okay. if we add, like if we add that Rafalo Garns movie, let's say, which you yeah. were against, which is fair, then like maybe we don't get to Band Aid with Hannah Simone. Like, may, right. like and, and then that just retires in the jar. Yeah. Yeah, you'll have to wait for the uh, Superstore podcast. But you didn't like that. Like, I like the I like the idea of like having stuff and then not getting to it. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not against. And then maybe it. a year from now, we'll ha- we'll always have this feed. We'll like, hey, you want to talk about bandits? Talk about bandits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the like only we'll way we'll be it. able to communicate after our friendship ends. It's like we have, <laughs> we have to, to do a podcast, re- release it. Okay, should we talk about the television show New Girl? Um, we have one more piece of old business. Okay, fine. <laughs> this is like the hardest out we've ever had, and I'm just like burning time. Mm-hmm. Um, producer Kelly reminded us that we did not cover who won the episode last week. And yeah. not only that, but I real I remembered we didn't do it, and I meant to put in like I meant to text you, get your answer, and put it in from the editing room, and still forgot. <laughs> so uh, we do have. We don't. If you can remember who you think won the episode, we could do it now. What was the episode last week again? The episode last week first date? was. Uh, first date. And, and let's refresh your memory. PK said, who won the episode? Jess. She was the funniest role with the punches and Nick's into her easy win in my book. Uh, I'll add to Kelly's assessment that it's also, if you're going to bump in your ex-boyfriend, great to do it with a new guy. Yeah. Um, and then Matt Stewart said, Winston, it wasn't a huge storyline, but his idea of pranks are great. And this feels like a potential turning point for his story is going into season three. Yeah, I remember I was going to give it to Jess, so I'll stick with Jess. I think I'll also give it to Jess. Nick bungles way too much, and I just, I'm sorry. I think having your ex bump into you while you're on a date with a guy and he, him getting pissed is a win. Yeah, big win. I agree. Even if you don't care about that guy anymore. Um, all right. Kiwi, why don't you digest Bachelorette Party? Okay. We're up to the episode. Uh, it's exactly like we guessed. It is Cece's Bachelorette Party. It is being thrown at the loft. The boys are told to leave. And uh, Jess lets us know that CC has always been dreaming better bachelorette party. Uh, hijinks ensue at the bachelorette party. Uh, we'll get more into those. Meanwhile, where are the fellas, you ask? Well, someone, Schmidt, realizes that he was not given a plus one to this wedding, which, by the way, is in three weeks. We can talk about that in a second. Um, and he's upset about that, and he goes about trying to find a plus one that is not invited. Meanwhile, the other boys, Nick, and Winston are uh, taking out Siobhan on a Shivrong, excuse me, taking out Shivrong, as we learn at the end of the episode is his name, on a little, uh, a little bachelor party slash fact-finding mission. That is the episode Bachelorette Party. Let's talk about it. Great recap for us, Kiwi. Thank you very much. Were you on your phone the whole time? No, I listened to you. Okay, okay, fine. I mean, I was on my phone, but I was listening. <laughs> are you? If you are hanging out with someone, are you okay with them being on your phone while you're talking to them, or is that a pet peeve? I'd rather them not be on my phone, but no, <laughs> I don't have anything to hide. That's true. <laughs> no, that's not even. I mean, look, I don't have a leg to stand on because I have to check my work phone, like very my my phone. See, this is what Alex. This is Alex was saying. It's a lawyer thing that like lawyers. There's just no choice. Like if lawyers are in an important meeting, they're still checking their phone because. Right. If an email's coming in, they got to they got to read it. Yeah, that was a really weird um, realization when I was a paralegal in house. Like you could be in a team meeting with your group, with your boss, with their boss. Like you could be the GC could be in the room and like yeah. 
you could be on your BlackBerry or your at the time or your iPhone and like no one would say boo. It's not rude. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in most professions, even other like, you know, not similar, but like doctors or whatever, it would be insane. Like you can't do that. But let's not even talk about this. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> But um, no, so it doesn't bother me. But I got for any for any future lawyers. Here's my advice. Uh, Get an Apple Watch because then you look like a D bag because you're wearing an Apple Watch, but you Mm -hmm. don't have to be on your phone all the time. So like if I'm at dinner or I'm at lunch with you, Keeve, and I have my Mm -hmm. Apple Watch set to just ding when I only when I get work emails. Yeah. Then I can feel secure with my phone down and like not look at it the whole time. And it just when I get a buzz and I'm like, oh, sorry, I know this is, is work. Is that what happened to Joe Biden the other week that like he was checking <laughs> I, his Apple watch? I, I, listen. <laughs> um, all right. So let's get to the episode. What do you think of this orange velour jumpsuit? I could see Kiwi pulling this off. I don't know if I I mean, I would like to. I don't know if I'd pull it off, but I would wear it. Yeah, this is um, this is Nick's dad is you know sent him, I guess Nick's mom sent him Nick's dad's jumpsuit, and he's wearing it, and you can't say anything because he has a dead dad pass, a DDP, right now. I like the concept of the of the claiming the DDP. How long do you I think like he gets it, it for? I mean, how you tell me? How long do you think DDP is going to be in the vernacular here, if new girl? I don't think guy. I don't think on the show it lasts past the season. Uh, I think in real life. You know, six months, but he could maybe stretch it out to a year. What I like about it is this was very my approach, too. I mean, I think he's, a, like, a little more serious than mm-hmm. joking. But, like, most people would, like, coddle you and not, like, be open about it. I like that he's like, hey, my dad died. Like, you have to do what I want to do. Like, I think I did this once as, like, a joke. Like, my boyfriend at the time, my friend, were going to go out to dinner, like, very soon after my dad died. And I was like, I want to go to the diner, and you have to share mozzarella sticks with me because my dad died. But I was, like, kidding, but I was also getting those mozzarella sticks, you know? Right, right. You, were, <laughs> you, you weren't kidding. You meant it, but also you realized, like, it was semi-earnest only. Um, yeah, let's be real. Like, even if my dad hadn't died, like, if you're dating me or splitting mozzarella sticks with me, that's just, like, part Fair of enough. the equation. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't use it on something like you can't tell me this isn't tap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So he does tap. He does tap dancing for Jess. He, you know, he used it a few times during the episode. What do you think about the fact that they get invitations and they did not know that Cece's wedding is in three weeks? Cece's best friend was unaware of when the wedding is. You seem very disturbed by this. So I'm going to turn the question to you because I feel like you are bothered by this. Well, it's, I mean, you don't think it's weird? Well, you tell me, I mean, look, we're obviously, like, not able to really speak to if this has any cultural accuracy, right? But. I don't think there's cultural accuracy accuracy where Jess would not know when the wedding is. Even well, if you're like, hey, you know. <laughs> certainly not. Now, Jess has been out of town. She's been in Chicago. She's been wrapped up in her own thing. So, like, maybe Jess has a few missed calls from Cece, and that's on her. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, it seems unrealistic, but whatever. I I doubt it's cultural, but I'm also willing to accept if it is. There's a world also, and this is me reading into it, right? Like maybe Cece's like, isn't asking her to be the maid of honor because as she says, it's not really a thing, but uh, knows Jess really wants it. So she's been like in a weird place. I don't know. Shivang's family's in town. But what I was going to ask you is I saw on Instagram Reels, so you know it's true, a like what I would describe as... Uh, I think he said he's at a Hasidic wedding. 
I want to say, he was a very mm-hmm. religious man, Jewish man, mm-hmm. going around asking people how long they dated before they got married. And everyone's nope. like, two weeks, three weeks. And one person's like, three months. And everyone said we were insane. So it's a Hasidic guy asking other Hasidim? I believe so. Weird. Okay. So, so what I'm saying is, is it that crazy that the wedding would be turned around so quickly? Like, I have no idea how quick these things happen. No, that, Clearly, that definitely does happen. As I so. am years and years, if not decades away from my own wedding. Yeah, it definitely happens in ultra-Orthodox circles sometimes. Although, um, one of our, uh, someone like in our universe once told me who's, who is ultra-Orthodox said that, like, in New York, there's also an issue of, like, the wedding halls, because there's a finite number of them, can sometimes be backed up by s- six months. So you could get engaged, but then it's like you're just in this st- stagnation period where, like, you want to get married in three weeks, but because they're not, like, barely seeing each other until they get married, but they can't because there's, like, nowhere to get married for months. Well, I, I'm sure it's even worse with COVID now because, like, I feel like my friends who were looking for places a year in advance, like, couldn't get them because, yeah, like, everyone rescheduled. Right, and also these places are, like, you know, we hey, we had no – first of all, there's probably a million weddings now, but also it's like, hey, we almost went out of business. We had no weddings for, you know, a year, and now we're like, we need money, baby. Who's in our circle that's ultra-Orthodox? I know this It's person. not no, like a very extended circle. You don't know them. I, I just mean like an RHEP person who's ultra-Orthodox. Okay, great. Fair. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's not to say I shouldn't know them. I just didn't know I knew someone. You might. Like know, you might. I don't, I don't know if you know them. Okay. Well, I hope I know them. So I hope I, hope I meet them. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so no plus one. What's your feeling? What's Kiwi's feeling on the plus one? Well, Chloe G says, is Schmidt right to want a plus one? Aren't Nick Schmidt and Winston all just as plus ones? Yeah, I don't know much about plus ones because, first of all, I got married when we were very young, and it was basically, if you're engaged, I think you'd probably get the plus one, and obviously if you're married, but because I got married so early, none of my friends were married, and then the opposite worked where it's like anyone who got married, we were obviously both going to be invited because we were married. You know what I mean? So there was never, for me, there was never a scenario on either side where it would have come into play. There were a lot of times that, like, one of us would, like, not want to go to the wedding because maybe we didn't know them or something. And, like, we because we were going to, like, dozens of weddings in a just a two, three-year span. So it's like, all right, this is a skip because you can hang out with your friends and, this and is I, I'm not going to know anybody there. <laughs> and also sometimes yeah. it would be, like, men and women would be maybe separate for part of it for the ceremony at least. So, yeah. The plus one is a tough one. I, weddings are so expensive and, like... I think a lot of people who are like, I didn't get a plus one, and they're single, like, have no understanding, really, of, like, how much weddings can cost. Sure. It's like, I should get a plus one. Well, it's like $200 ahead for your date who, like, you also, don't know. You know, if like, it's whatever. A, if it's a small to medium wedding, you're now inviting another person who doesn't really know anybody there, possibly, or knows very few people there. If it's like, you're going to your, uh, you know, random, uh, your fiancé's, like, college well, let's buddy who Well, an example, like, as you years. joked... As you joked that I was, like, if they had 90 people at the wedding, I was the, I was the 90th guest at Brian's yeah. wedding, right? Yeah, like, sure. Th- oh, they need some schmo there with me? who Like, they don't even know me. Well, the 90th <laughs> person should not get, yes, definitely should not get a plus one. <laughs> so that's, that's the scenario that you're describing. Yeah, like, why are you here? Well, like, do you guys know what a podcast is? Okay. Like, <laughs> well, I had to answer that anyway. But the Yeah, I know. It's like, like, and it's like now I, imagine, like... Yeah, I know, like, we're sort of dating, but we're not, uh, like, I don't know. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, so, that's the, uh, the groom side. So, <laughs> I, I think, look, like, 
so my friend who works in like bridal journalism she's actually she has a book coming out on like planning a wedding mm-hmm. her like whole thing is in this like a trendy thing like ring or no bring and that indicates like you're living together you have a serious relationship or you don't get a plus one I would like to suggest that maybe if you're having a destination wedding and you're inviting someone who doesn't know anyone then maybe like a plus one should reveal itself a lot of times a destination wedding you are desperate for people to come Right, because you're desperate for people to come. Actually, because you're going to have no's that would never normally be no's for a destination wedding. You're and have I had that wedding, or, or even if it's not, not destination, coming. even if it's like you're out of town, friend from college, right, and everybody mm-hmm. else is in town. But again, I defer to people's fine. I, I've never planned a wedding. I have a lot of respect for how much weddings cost. This is not me telling people these are the rules. But if I were invited to a friend's wedding in Chicago and I didn't really know anyone, like I'm going to a wedding in Chicago in September. My friends are going. I don't. I wouldn't want a plus one, whatever. But if I knew no one in Chicago, if I was going to the equivalent of Brian's wedding in Chicago, I'd be like, oh, like I have to fly by myself, be there by myself, you know, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the other thing too is like, I've been offered a plus one to that situation. Like the wedding I went to Arizona, my friend texted me sort of on the B list of like, if you want to bring someone, let me know. Probably because a lot of people canceled, yeah. which was very, very nice to offer. I was mm-hmm. like, no one's ready to meet the fam, yeah. but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's like, on the flip side, I remember... I went, my friend, my boyfriend at the time, I don't know if we have a name for him, who cares, like many boyfriends ago, like had a, had a plus one and I went with him. I met the bride and groom there. I didn't know anyone there. And it was fun to like be with my boyfriend, especially because we were distant. So he was like coming up anyway. But like, they didn't want me there. <laughs> it didn't right. make any sense. Well, also you drink, you know, it's like, if imagine someone what? who's sober. <laughs> Imagine someone who, like, doesn't, isn't really a drinker, and it's like, well, now you're just alone with your own thoughts as a sober person, you know? What are you talking about? I was with my boyfriend. I know, but he's probably, like, you know, he's, I mean, I'm not even saying that specific scenario, but, like, being someone who doesn't know anyone, like, it'd probably be better if you are a person who drinks. I mean, I light up a room regardless, Keith. I, I don't okay, need alcohol to, to talk to people. Mm-hmm. That's true. To, to j- jump on the dance floor. I, I drink by choice, not by necessity. No, I understand. I understand. Put I'm that on saying, a tote like, bag. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I've, let us go off the road. I'm, I just think wedding invites are interesting. I'd be happy to discuss them further at any time. But nobody needs my opinion on their wedding invites. Yeah. I actually told Brian he could come on this one. That would have been fun to discuss, but he declined. We can, yeah. If, but if someone wants to, like, hey, should I invite this person? Should we be the experts for that? Should we have your friend yes. come on the podcast? Then they could like, hey, here's this person. Like, uh, you know, they're like a C plus level friend. Should I invite them? Or like a B plus level friend? Do they get a plus one? We will, we will get you the answer to that question. Mm, feels like more of a app idea. No, because the bridal journalist can, can come on and answer that. It's not a bad idea to do Robin Akiva plan a wedding and answer people's wedding questions. Um... Yeah, we've gotten pitches like that before. Rob doesn't care about weddings. Like, Rob is always like, nah, not interested. Yeah, I mean, he should, yeah, I'm not interested the whole podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine he's interested. Maybe that's what he meant. I don't know. All Um, right, I'm sorry. I'm really throwing us off tonight. Yeah, uh, we were off track. All right, so, okay, we're still in the first scene. But basically, uh, how many, let me ask you a question. How many times have we met Shivrong, as we find that his name is this episode? 
before this. Is this his third episode? Let's see. They there's the episode where Winston's looking for a condom. Uh-huh. There's the episode. There's Tinfinity. Yes. Where they engaged. Pull, don't, and that's don't it, you right? Pull it up. I'll pull it up. I can't. I'll pull, I, can't. I wanted it to. That's why. I'm yeah, I'm saying it. don't don't pull it up. I will pull it up. Like if he's in like a hundred episodes, or he's like never never seen again after this week. Yeah. Spoilers. Okay. He was in Cooler, Parking Spot, mm-hmm. Tinfinity, and Bachelor Party. So right, this four. is his fourth. I thought it was the third, but it's only it, it's his fourth. Okay. It's so soon for them to be getting married on the show. Just on the show. Um and then I think we go straight to the bachelorette party, basically. We find out that Jess is um that that Cece's always wanted this bachelorette party. Some some girls plan their wedding. She's been planning her bachelorette party since they were like eleven. And uh and then Smash Cut, we're at the Bachelorette party, basically. Do you think I'm uh been planning my wedding? No, definitely not. Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, no. It offends me that you think I haven't been, but you're right. No, of course not. No, it would offend you more if I said, of course. No, I don't think so. It's like when Rob didn't think I baked. I just, first of all, you asked it in, in like a leading, a leading question, Your Honor, that like I, I didn't, I wasn't going to say yes, but no, I think most people haven't. You don't talk to a lot of like freshmen in college women. No, I mean, I, I would say zero. That would be very weird if I spoke <laughs> to any of it. <laughs> well, your kids but, are approaching. I mean, I guess we uh, like we would watch a lot of say why to the D in my sorority. Mm-hmm. And do you know what that is? Yeah, of course. OK. Say yes to the dress. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And like people would talk about like the wedding dresses they'd want. And I'd be like, no. I'm oh, so now that's different than like like, hey, you want like to get married in a harbor. Yeah, but this moon. is what, but that but that's what I'm talking about. Like what yes. kind of dress you want? Yeah, I got to try it on. OK. Um, yeah, but she, she's not into it. I don't think J- Jess is probably much more of a like planning the wedding her whole yeah, life. Well, you're type. getting into the Jess and Julia of it all sort yes. of thing. I took a quiz, by the way. Do you know the quiz that's like, what characters are you most like? Yeah, sure. Buzzfeed. Um, no, it's not. It's not that. It's like a full like personality thing. And it's like every character in like every universe. Oh, okay. You should fill this out. Shoot. I'll get the link. But I and then you could filter by universe. So I filtered by New Girl, mm-hmm. um, and I'm 73% CC, 72% Schmidt, 59% Jess, 58% Winston, and the least Nick. Yeah, that feels right. like kind I of right. Feel, yeah, that's about. I think that that nails it. Um, yeah, and Nick is also like the least professionally oriented. So. Do you want to know the worst thing? Yeah, we're not a two George podcast. Oh, you did, and you it, what, you came up as Jerry. I came up as 72% Elaine. Yeah. See, that's like you've been dealing with that your whole life. 59% Jerry. 58% Helen. Wow. 52% Cosmo. I see, that. I see the Helen. Like you're, a fu- you're a future Helen. You're not currently Helen. 43% Morty and 39% George. Yeah. Yeah. I think so the professional thing. Also, week. like the, the well, I guess Kramer's like probably does worse professionally than George. But like it's like it is you're more serious than they're less serious. All right, so you'll you'll do that for next week. Okay, I will take it. Um, all right. Sorry, I'm really I'm I'm over caffeinated. I apologize. I'm tired. I'm That's caffeinated. So they go to this bachelorette party, right? They're at at their bachelorette party in the loft. Just the ladies. None of the fellows are around. Sadie, I, is Sadie married? Is is uh, June Diane yeah, Raphael? You, her I always wife forget this. was in the last episode where. Um, they announced that Sadie was pregnant and she was drinking. I'm drinking for two. And she was oh, like right. flirting with everyone. 
Didn't you say that she never shows up again or something, though? I do not believe she ever shows up again. Yeah, because I, I remember you saying that. It's like, oh, then maybe Sadie's not such a big character. But It's yeah, also Sa- a little weird that she's not here, right? Like, presumably yes. they've become friends with her wife. Yeah, no plus one to the bachelorette party. <laughs> and there's a ring. Baby in no ring. Yeah, that's true. Um, but she's there. <laughs> she can't drink. And then we don't really know anybody else who's there. Well, no, we know uh, Nadia. Hi, Jim. Oh, yeah, that's right. Nadia's there. She doesn't, talk, <laughs> she doesn't really have much to do during this episode. That's true. But we do know Nadia. No, I do love Sadie, like, harassing the models. Like, I'm a doctor if anyone wants any areas they want looked at. Mm-hmm. Like, that made me laugh. I got a lot of laughs. Uh, yeah, the idea episode. of this, like, nine-month pregnant woman uh, just, like, yeah, like, trying to flirt with these other people is, is uh, I don't know. Sadie's a character. Do you think the math is right? Because they, they, they mentioned that she was 39 weeks pregnant. It's like, do you think they did the math from when they announced she was pregnant to how pregnant she would be at the bachelorette party? I don't think they spent more than two seconds on this, honestly. <laughs> it was like, who should um, be at the bachelorette party? Well, Nadia and Sadie. Those are the only two friends we know about. <laughs> um, we did miss Schmidt storming in to complain that he didn't get a plus one in front of Sharang's grandma and aunt. Um... And I like this line. It's like, who is this? Like, I'm Gerard Depardieu. Who do you think I am? I'm Schmidt. <laughs> and she rec- and Schmidt recognizes the aunt who's like come over from India. So I well, guess he doesn't she's been recognize her. What do you mean he recognizes he sa- he her? He says her name. Doesn't he say her name? No, he says, I'm Ger- Gerard Depardieu. Who do you think I, I am? I'm Schmidt. He doesn't know this he, woman. I thought he says hi to her name. I thought he says hi. When has he, he possibly name? met Shivrang's grandmother and aunt from India? No, not sh- no. Uh, oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess not. No, he says okay. No, when Nadia says hi, Jew, he says hi, Nadia. There's two different oh, storms from okay, Schmidt. Fine, fine. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Hi, Jew. But the gauntlet <laughs> is thrown down that he can if he can get a girlfriend in three weeks, mm-hmm. then he gets a plus one, which is not really how weddings work, but fair enough. Yeah, but you want to bring an element of games and and drama to the wedding. So we are recording this before PK and Matt Stewart can get their questions in. So we miss them dearly. But I have a feeling PK would ask, like, Cece's reasoning for going to the bachelorette party as she has to grab a CD has to be, like, the least thing that holds up in the entire series. Yeah, that, I have to go pick a, up a CD. Yeah. Right. I don't, do you own a CD still? No, but I did actually go to a Kesha concert. And along with the tickets, Missy bought the tickets. They sent her album that came out in 2020, like the physical CD copy. That's wild. So I, I don't have a CD, have a but I am CD, I'm CD adjacent. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so your friend, owns, your friend owns a CD. That's what you're saying. My friend owns a recent album that was released. Amazing. Incredible. Do you think more people of my slash your generation, I'll say my generation, I do think there's probably some dads who still have a bunch of CDs in your age mm-hmm. bracket. We're same generation, but fine. Keep going. You in know what 30s. I mean? Like, in, in, mm-hmm. like, do you think people my age, more people my age have yeah. record players or CDs? Your age, CDs. No, I think like vinyl has made this like huge. I don't know who has it. Brother- I, I, yeah, I hear about it, but I don't know people who have oh, it. Oh, my brother has like a ton of vinyl. I feel like more people my age would be able to get access quicker to a record player than a CD player. And I wonder if your kids will have CD players as like, oh, yeah, did you hear that? Kesha was meant to be played on CD. It's so good. Like, I think the, my girls would know what a CD is, but the boys 
barely even know what a CD there's is. There's no way. How would like Noam know what a CD is? I think like they saw it when they were younger. Like there's there was still some in the house. We didn't necessarily like throw out the ones we had, but so I think they've seen it. But Yosef probably doesn't know what a CD is. I'd have to guess. But maybe it maybe it's know. like in school. You know, like I feel like we. Still but if you're have, an like, oldest, if you were like an oldest now, like a kid who's five and you're the oldest, you don't know what a CD player is. You'd but I, I do wonder if like some people at like school, if like schools had like books or like lessons that are on seat you know what i mean i feel like the old technology in a school was like still happening yeah well we went i think schools went from vhs to nothing because like you had all those like wheel in the famous wheel in vhs player that the teachers would show you a movie no on. but then it was like blue blue discs or not blu-ray but it was like a. yeah i know what you're saying but like that was not a long era and then like and now they just probably would just project the something on the internet you know what was that called? So it was a, a very disc. short. Yeah, laser. I know what you're saying, but like that was <laughs> into the 2000s. You were probably still. Oh my god, VHS we've lost Gen Z. We got to get back to the show. We lost okay. Gen Z. Fair enough. Um, but all right. So the plan is that the men are going to kidnap Chevron. Great line yeah. from Chevron here. Sorry, I thought you were Jane Lynch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, they're going to the, the two men, not not Schmidt. Schmidt is not involved in the plan, but the Nick and Winston kidnap Chevron. Well, it's Chibong. nice to have Winston and Schmidt, like, split up, honestly, for yeah, the yeah, first yeah. time no, in a few I episodes. Think they, I think they chose the right thing, even though Schmidt's C storyline is, like, a little smaller. But it's still, I think it's still a good, uh, divvy, you know, divvying up of the characters. So they're playing Pin the Dong on Chevron. Uh-huh. And they're it's screaming Pin the Dong. rhymes more when we find out later in the episode what his name is. Right. Versus Chevron. <laughs> doesn't rhyme. Um, yeah. I laughed so hard when when Cece screams, I haven't seen Shavrang's penis. And one of the models goes, it's that small. And, and <laughs> well, that June was probably Diet Nadia, Rayfield, right? I didn't see no, who no, said it. No, no, it was it, like but... a blonde woman. Okay, fine. And June Diet Raphael says, you still know where it goes though, right? <laughs> and it's just yeah. the most perfect delivery mm-hmm. of two hilarious lines. Yes, they were both funny. Um, why does she, like, I, I don't understand why she has to say that, though. I know it's like, becomes an issue, but it's like, it's almost like, uh, all right, like, it's just a game. Who cares? <laughs> that's not for now. <laughs> yeah, I think part of it is like, wh- the, yes, I agree. And I think that's what, what Sadie is saying. Like, mm-hmm. it's a bullseye it's not like anatomically correct um but i think it's just one of those things where it boils over it's very bizarre that she knows she knows shavang's aunt came up with her why is she screaming that out loud yeah but um i think we're we didn't mention this but when shavang says that like creepy like we're so close to our wedding night and we can make love wink wink like that's sort of adding to the pressure of it but yeah, yeah. It's, she would not normally don't, have this. Fellas, outburst. don't say that. Fellas, <laughs> don't say that. You know what else? Don't say. Isn't it all about the gonads? Don't say that either. <laughs> yeah, don't say that. Yeah, this gets uh, dead oh. silence with that one. Um, but and I'm gonna jump ahead. It ends up with like a, a leading to a very nice moment between Shavrang's aunt and uh, Cece. Yes, yeah, Shavrang's aunt, who's like portrayed at the beginning as like who can't have fun with her around ends up being like you know saving saving the day a little bit yeah like relating like oh women Mm -hmm. freak out about this all the time like yes then she's getting a little loose and talking about a like third leg situation yeah Mm -hmm. hide your kids i hope your kids didn't watch (laughs) this one no but yeah yeah 
Right. She right. The, the whole episode is them like it is pretty funny. They're like showing, you know, wild moments of Cece, who is kind of a wild child. And uh, and then like she's like throwing up in a toilet and Jess is like, well, Cece built this toilet. She designed it. That's she- why I'm showing it to you. What happens in Orlando stays in Orlando. That's funny, too. <laughs> so Jess's harebrained scheme response to make Cece feel better is to call Nick and say, I need a picture of Shebang's penis, and I need it to scale, so please include a nickel, a big toe, or uh, a golf pencil for reference. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And this is early I really in laughed the era. a lot in this episode. Yeah, no, I, I think I had more laugh out louds than almost any other episode of the series. Me too. Did you notice that it's an iPhone or like a pretend iPhone? Yes, pretend iPhone. Like so a we're tracking off. that week to week, baby. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm excited for like the giant iPhones that are coming uh, season seven. <laughs> what do you think? My, well, this is a setup. It's not working. I'm sorry. Schmitz, we get like a little Schmidt montage of him like going to try to get the girls that he's wronged in the past to date mm-hmm. him. Yes. Um. The best part of this for me is his disgust at cream cheese in bulk. Yeah, that was funny. He's like, he sees a girl, and then she drops something. She runs away, and he realizes she bought bulk cream cheese, which I agree is repulsive. I am, I am <laughs> horrified by cream cheese, so I'm, I'm on his team. Interesting. I was going to say that you strike me as a cream cheese in bulk guy only because you've got six mouths to feed. I mean, like, To I the think- extent that you, need, you require cream cheese in the home, you need a lot of it. Let me explain something. The, everyone else in the house eats cream cheese. I'm just horrified of it. So I'm sure we have cream cheese in the house, possibly even a decent amount of it. <laughs> and you think the kitchen is your neutral room. You don't even know if you have cream cheese in your refrigerator. No, we do. But I, it's like, it, I just don't eat it. It's gross to me. Can I ask a stupid question that I should really know the answer to? Yeah, uh, yes. Is cream cheese kosher? Yes. No, no. That's not my question. Milk and meat situation in the fridge, all good, or you have different shelves? No, same. That's a good question. Uh, same shelves, as long as like the food is not like literally physically mixing, it's fine. Everything's wrapped. You're good, and then the yeah. I mean, in theory, if like something was like leaking, you might not put it on top of each other. But yeah, it's not a that you don't necessarily. I mean, you like first of all, we have like a cheese drawer or something, so that's like. But I think a lot of people have something well, like that's, that. Yeah. That's um, not kosher motivated. You know what? You made me think of we when we went to my grandpa's house when we were in New York. We got bagels and my mom ordered like exactly enough bagels for everybody and we were taking them 40 like 40 minutes away to my grandpa's house so it wasn't like you could like go back to the store which is a couple minutes away and when we grandpa got there does not keep kosher right Am grandpa I does not mistaken? keep kosher correct correct right, that is okay. absolutely correct so but we were getting bagels and we brought them there for brunch and my mom ordered i got egg and cheese on and everything okay my grandpa got Cream cheese. What did Grandpa get on that bagel? Cream cheese and chives. No, and um, that weird cream cheese. Part. Olive cream cheese, chives. No, no, I don't. Marriage said, "Do people listen to this? This is a good story." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the answer so, is no. Tell Mara no. They don't. Used, they used to. Then we took a six-week break for the Olympics, and I think they never came back. Um, but anyway, for some reason, they combined my everything bagel, uh, egg and cheese, and everything with my grandpa's. And I didn't realize until I think oh. Oh, he had taken so bites. It was like, this is the worst thing I've ever eaten in my life. What is happening? And we realized like they, they put the cream cheese and chives and all that stuff onto the one that had 
egg and cheese. So it was like truly an everything bagel, like every, every like, and he was like going to throw up. And we were like, Grandpa, what's wrong? Are you okay? And then we realized they combined bagels. And then, and then we had the scenario where my mom was like, okay, like we were able to like salvage another bagel. And I was like, okay, you are not going to be able to have one now. You're like the odd man out, Akiva. It's like no bagel. And I'm in a house with no kosher food. Like you're out. Like you're, the kids have to get one. Like you're the one and you don't eat cream cheese. So like you're the one who's going to have to starve. Can I tell you, Akiva, mm-hmm. how upset I get when I go to my bagel place a block and a half away and they give me cream cheese instead of butter because I'm famously a, bread, a bagel and butter gal. Mm-hmm. And I get cream cheese instead, which happens mm, two or three times a year maybe. Yeah. Uh, don't you think you it should check, though? It ruins my day. I get back I to my block check. two weeks, two blocks away, and it ruins my day. If I, 40 minutes, Why don't you my check heart in goes the store? out to you. Let me check in the store. Because it's like all wrapped up and it like rarely ever happens. I'm just saying if, yeah, 40, if you I'm going 40 minutes away, I'm checking year. those big. I know, I know. And my mom the consequence is I walk like, back to the store a block and a half away. My mom said like, I think she made the lady check because she's like new, like, hey, we can't like, we can't bring these back. You know, we can't like uh, run back to the store because we're so far. Uh, but yeah, in hindsight. And also like if you open the bagels, they'll get cold. We're going far away, you know. Can I say and, something and like slightly 12. critical of your mother? Absolutely. Not a very Jewish move to get one bagel per person. No backup. She doesn't. She doesn't eat. So it's like not <laughs> very, she, very unusual for a Jewish yeah. woman mm-hmm. uh, to just get a bagel per yeah. person. Because every, there was no plain bagels. Yeah, I, I agree. But it was it was. You got to get at least a half dozen backup bagels. I agree. I do agree. Like a quarter, like a quarter pound of cream cheese and mm-hmm. six backup bagels. Yeah, because a lot of times, like, if everyone's getting the same thing, that's what she would do. You, she would get, like, hey, here's a dozen bagels, and here's, like, especially if we're at our house, like, here's a giant thing of cream cheese, and here's, what you know, whatever, like, and you put it on yourself. Here's butter. Put it on yourself. Um, but, no, yeah, but even I agree. No, bagel sandwiches, I agree. You, you, how bonus many people are you moving you until you got, like, 15 people with you? Oh, I agree. And you also, got, like, your, your fat <laughs> son is going to eat three bagels, <laughs> like, which is maybe why you don't do it, you know? Maybe Do you like think she why. did it on purpose so that you couldn't have a bagel? Is it's, she trying to get no. you to lose weight? No, oh no, no, no! But maybe the second bagel. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't Has Mara like, been listening the whole time, and she's no, just disgusted by no you? No attention. She's four feet away. They're four feet away. Paying no attention. <laughs> Do you now? You have kids there. Can you ask if they know what a CD is? Yeah, but Elle, Elle is fifteen, so Elle, you know what a CD is, Ella. Of course. Does Yosef know what a CD is, though? He does, but I'm, again, because he has older siblings. If Yosef was the oldest. He would not have ever seen a CD in his life. Does Ella have access to listen to a CD now if she wanted to? If, if you wanted to, could you listen to a CD? Do you have access to listen to a CD? Yeah, we have a CD player. Oh, yeah, in the, one of our, in the, in the car. Wait, our current car has a CD player? <laughs> not every, that's not true, every car. You think like, you think like a 2021 Ferrari has a CD player? <laughs> like a le- oh, my God. I don't think every car has a CD player. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot our car and car has one. <laughs> Me or Mara and Ella being asked this. Are you still there? Yeah, I, my daughter is asking me to to find someone on Instagram for her. Hold on. Can you ask right. Ella if she thinks who's more miserable, <laughs> me or her? Here, hold on. Oh, that's her name today. Yeah, that's that's what, that's her name. <laughs> now get out of here. Get out. We got a we got a big important podcast. There's what dozens name? of people waiting on this. What? <laughs> What who, what's what's her name? What's whose name? Was Ella involved in the scam that they ran on you? Which scam? There's they scam me all the time. <laughs> Which one? 
Which the Instagram one? scam where they made a fake account. That was her. That was 100% her. Yeah. <laughs> she's devious. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, very devious. Yeah, and she's a big Instagram person. Um, anyway, uh, what? anything else of the bachelorette party? I think one of your kids requested to follow me on Insta. Should I allow that? Are you are you uh, private on Instagram? Oh, I'm definitely private on Insta, and I don't. I have like 200 requests, 289 requests. I have. Yes, yeah, that you can allow the, any kid. I mean, I can't imagine it's like Yosef, so it's probably Ella that you could allow that. I'm just so used to my no. Mom's I'm not. I'm not I'm I don't want anybody following you on Instagram. You're 15. Get out of here. <laughs> no. Anyone who what did she you say? On Should we plug the food Instagram? I follow. I, should, I don't think she Instagram. does it anymore. I think she switched over to her main her main one. She got locked out of it. She said. Oh, all she, right. She's got. She's that. back to her main. Yeah. If you want to fight it, Alex Chester. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chester does. Right, I think that pro bono. It's a paid partnership. Paid partner. Just let me do a podcast, Ella. Get out of here. It's should we just give up? Three forty in the morning. Should we just give yeah. up? No, let's keep going. Like oh no, no. So, okay, so the so the B story, you have to explain. It. <laughs> okay, well wait, hold on. We got to the cream cheese and both. Okay, so here's the situation. He's yeah. like, I can't get a girlfriend. This is so terrible. Blah blah blah. I I guess I've just hasn't been a relationship guy. I can relate. And they're like, What are you talking about? You dated Elizabeth for years, and he says quite insultingly and insensitively that doesn't count that was during my big guy period and they're like just go go get her whatever in the meantime nick is trying to get a picture of shebang's junk i thought it was a pretty good method that he's like oh yeah this is a classic american bachelor party game i'm gonna go first and take a picture of my junk now it's your turn i think that's like as good of an attempt as any i think here's my idea i thought about this like, what do you do okay, and tell beautiful. me if you could beat it I think it's like it's traditional in America that on the bachelor party you go to a schwitz. You go to like uh, um, a sauna. I think that's the play. And so you want to risk getting arrested, bringing your phone into a sauna and take a picture of someone naked. Yeah, maybe the locker room or something. Yeah. I think you got to tell him, right? Like, I think if this is real life, you got to be like, look. I mean, they're not telling him in real life. Oh, you, you think the play is like uh, to just explain it, which ultimately they do do. Or I actually didn't think Winston's strategy was a bad one, which is like take a picture of Nick's junk and send it to them. Yeah, that They'll is true. They'll be none the wiser. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially if it's like, yeah, like a semi-fuzzy picture. They can't tell anything. Um, all right. So if you need to know if you should invite a plus one to the wedding, give someone a plus one or how to get someone to take a picture of their junk, please reach out. <laughs> we have mm-hmm. ideas. But I think maybe. my strategy is not bad. It's illegal, but everything they're doing is bad. It's not like well, any of their Giving him a camera methods. and saying you take it. No. Well, yeah. Yeah. I what, guess but they ultimately better. go like, which is barging into the bathroom, screaming fire <laughs> to try to yeah, take a picture. Yeah, probably of the worst one. Bad. You're not great. Not great. <laughs> and also, like, you're not going to get a great pick that way also. <laughs> For, you know. Well, I don't think they care about the quality of the pick at this point. Well, I think it's like you're then you're, you know, not doing him any favors here. All right. So back at the bachelorette party, Jess and Cece get in a fight, which I felt was a little contrived. Like, I feel like we haven't heard Jess express any concern. I like that it's not like, oh, it's too quick or I don't like Shivering. It's that if you're having to change who you are. But quite frankly, no one would want a like risque bachelorette party to happen in front of their in-laws 
Yeah, no, I think this had to be planned out better. Why does why does the why does his aunt come? It's not even an in law. It's is it better or worse if it's like a? I mean, it seems like maybe. He's I guess I just said in laws because like isn't your in laws just like your whole Michigan? Yeah, I guess. Like your... Sure, absolutely. But is you know what I mean? Why why does she come with her? Just because she's picking up CD, so it's like who cares if the aunt comes with her? She's in town. They're in town because she's helping with the wedding planning, and then she's like, "I want to meet your friends." It's a little again. It's like a little overzealous to like yeah. invite yourself up to meet their friends when you've been shunned. <laughs> you yes. were like told to stay in the car. Right. I did like CC's. I don't need to take relationship advice from someone who's in a seventh grade debacle with a boy across the hall. Because at Very least funny. it like ties in what, what we've been doing. Like there is no Nick and Jess stuff besides just being into Nick's p- penis picture. Mm-hmm. There's no Nick and, and Jess by the stuff. Way, this... By the way, best episode in a while. No Nick and Jess stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. But it does tie it in. Like we're still, that's like anchoring us to the present. Yes. What about Alfredo? We didn't even talk about Alfredo. <laughs> There's there's some IMDb goof pointing out that like when they cut to the back of Alfredo's head he's like clearly mouthing stuff so like they cut jokes and because it, it's like a little extreme how upset he gets to the point where he's crying. Oh yeah, in the elevator. you can tell that it had like a whole second you know second story with Alfredo because they reference him enough where it seems like something more probably happened than it just got caught for time. I agree. Should they have brought back the guy you don't like who was the stripper at in the twenty nine? It, at uh, the bus birthday for Schmidt. Ah, that would have been, yeah, that would have been a good uh, callback. That's true. Maybe they forgot about him or couldn't get him that day. Because everyone of seems to remember Alfredo. Like, everyone knows him already. He's like, congratulations, Cece. And, and Schmidt's like, why is Alfredo crying in the elevator? Like, they've n- go way but this back is the first time. this is the first time we've ever seen him, right? I believe so. Yeah, so that doesn't make any sense. I agree. There's, he has, there must be ten minutes of Alfredo that got cut in this episode. <laughs> Explain here. Like, did he go to college with some of them? Like, is he a co-worker? I don't know. Was he, it, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But he's crying in the elevator. He's sad. I mean, he still has to get paid, right? No tips, but, like, you, you got to pay him. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think I think I would probably think that, that Jess called some sort of service and that she, like, gave a credit card ahead. In yeah, the yeah, same yeah. way that she did when she was booking the the coach the guy who's like dressed exactly so he's maybe there are good tips that aren't going to happen but he also has a free night they should give him everything in the douchebag jar may oh that's not a bad idea but also maybe uh maybe this was his first time he was hoping to like really impress oh maybe this is those his first moves day on the were job. not that was not the confidence of a first timer <laughs> you gotta you gotta fake it till you make it he's got Act bits, like you've been baby. there before he's got moves <laughs> he's playing 50 cent he's ready to go Mm-hmm. On on a like a cassette player, he brings like a boombox. <laughs> yeah, but ask Ella if she knows what that is. No, I'm not gonna bother. Two Especially great with lines the context. When she, when he when uh, she says prize hog shivering, that's great. And also, uh, all right, I'm gonna show you my software. <laughs> Nick goes, call it hardware. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Um, but they have a nice moment, which is broken up with, again, another great laugh moment. I feel like when Nick is like, Shabby's getting nasty. Shabby yeah. a dog. <laughs> yeah. I'm just laughing. A lot of LOL scenes here. A lot of uh, LOL moments for me, just on mm-hmm. this pod. Yes. All right. So then the Elizabeth of it all as we wrap this baby up. Uh, and I think this proves why we don't do two episodes a week for anyone who is clamoring for it. I'm no, this was good. This was good. This was good. Wasn't great. Uh, um, I'll have to cut yeah, out the twenty minutes of you talking oh. to Ella. No, that's fine. Elizabeth is Schmidt's 
college girlfriend when he was called Fat Schmidt, and or she calls it like his big era when he was a bigger guy. And she's like the last door that he knocks on. First of all, like un, unannounced, right? Just showing up at your college girlfriend who ostensibly you probably haven't spoken to in years. Yep. Like, it, like first of all, it's a big bet that she's not, there's no like fellow living there, right? That she's not in a relationship or married or something. Just showing up unannounced and being like, hey, I have this plan, which is like, I'm going to my ex-girlfriend's wedding. I need a plus one, but I also need to like show her. Like, I'm trying to win her back at this wedding. So, like, you are truly just like, a, you know, like a toy. You are like a cog in this engine that I need to, you know, trick her. So not really a great pitch. Like, I don't know what he's what he's selling here. It's also so very bad. weird that he hasn't pitched this to the women before or just a woman at work. Like, if like, it seemed like his first plan was to try to get a girlfriend and that when it becomes yeah. a woman that he doesn't find attractive enough for his new self. Yes. Uh, he's going to um, just pitch, like, can you be a stand-in? Which, presumably, he could have found any other stand-in. True. He didn't need to right. go dark in this woman's door. Yeah, he could have found the friend that worked and had, like, hey, bring my plus one, you know, like, I want Jess to be jealous, but, you know, it's a wedding. It'll be fun. It'll be maybe I mean, a cultural imagine, wedding you haven't been to. Imagine the Gentile showing up at my door asking me to help make his new girlfriend, who's a and model, And you'd call the jealous. police. You'd call the police. <laughs> yeah, I, I call the police to pick him up yeah. uh, after what I would do. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> um, and do you know Merritt Weaver? This is who plays Elizabeth. Uh, yes. I, I mean, I definitely know of her. Like, I recognize the name. I, like, what is she most well-known for? I don't remember. She was in Marriage Story, but I don't know if people watched that over the pandemic. I thought it was really good. I think she's a really talented actress. She's very funny. She, um... Nurse Jackie? I don't know her from Nurse Jackie. I think I know her from Marriage Story. Okay. I think she's really talented. I think she's funny. I also, um... Yeah. I like her as an actress, so... But but I do think, and I like how she handles him. I think this is saved. Like what a d bag Schmidt is, and how weird it is where he shows back up with the pizza, and she like makes him eat it in front of her, and he acts so weird about it. Like, but it is that, weird, right? It is very. That's weird. extremely weird. But I do think the actress Merritt Weaver saves this in how like badass she is about it, where she's like, "You were the best boyfriend. I loved you. You lost the weight. You became a miserable oaf, and like." You were a jerk to me, and I'm not going to help you. Like, and I hate your hair. Like, I just thought the way she reacts to this is, like, funny and not played. Like, she's sad, lonely girl waiting for him to come back to her. I agree, but then in the last scene when he comes back and, and she's like, eat these four pies of pizza. And, she like, I think then it is kind of sad. It's weird. It's weird, but it's, like, sort of her sort of humiliating him. I know. But, but still, like, still she weird. doesn't I like it. I wish it didn't happen. She, like, I wish, likes it. Yeah. They should, I, I wish it didn't strange. happen. I agree. I wish it didn't happen. But I agree with I what you're saying. That the actress is working with like half a deck of in terms of the writing and still pulls it off. Is that a would, knuckle? Yeah, sorry. I would someone call Jacob Redman. I would um I would prefer more Alfredo jokes and they cut out that scene. I agree. I agree. Cut that scene. I, I'm you know, ninety nine percent sure we will see her again next week or in two weeks. But uh cut that scene. More give us more Alfredo. Bonus Alfredo, maybe on uh, Fox.com or whatever. It Fox does Plus. seem like Schmidt is influenced by even that dress down from Elizabeth. Never underestimate a good dress down. Mm -hmm. um, and goes to CC and has sort of 
a very good, I think, nice sort of freeing conversation with her about, like, yeah. I was selfish, I'm sorry, and mm -hmm. I'm happy for you. And we had never heard about her before, but yeah, his college girlfriend, and there's, like, also a funny flashback scene where Nick is, like, watching them do, like, cringy stuff <laughs> and is horrified. Um, I also think it's notable that, and what takes a little of the sting, again, out of what is a very bad scene at the end, that Schmidt says, challenge unaccepted, I don't want a plus one, I'm happy for you, and then still goes back to Elizabeth, right? True, so it's good like point. no longer looking for that. There's no more motivation in that respect. Uh, interesting. Okay, fair enough. All right, let's get to the guy. I don't really have anything. You, you said you think we see Elizabeth again. I yes. think that's a pretty, based on Kiwi's logic of if they end unfinished, they'll be back, which mm -hmm. is like they end with him going into her apartment. It would be very strange to not see her again, frankly. Sure. Um, plus, I did stumble over me saying I like her from, I think it's clear that she's going to be in a little bit more. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like, how else would I like her? Um, so I am sorry, my otherwise flawless, unspoiler execution. Mm -hmm. But I think that's it. Okay, very fun episode. Who Quality won the episode? The winner of the episode... I... I think Jess. I think Jess really, like, with everything that's going on, she's, like, juggling ten balls of the air at the bachelorette party. Um, she's sort of freed from having the storyline with Nick. The the Nick and Winston stuff is very funny, honestly. But I think I think Jess has to be the winner here again. Two in a row for You'd Jess. You'd think Dead Dad Pass, he would just give it to Nick over that's that? True. That's <laughs> no, true. That's true. Nick starts the episode strong, doesn't finish it as strong. But Nick has a very good episode, honestly. You could give it to Nick. I wouldn't complain. I think I'm giving it to Cece. Yeah, it, the problem with Cece is, like, she is kind of, like, I don't know, the whole wedding stuff, like, doesn't invite them, first asks her here, maybe she's busy, but I don't know. It's just, like, not as likable <laughs> as she normally is in this episode, Cece. All right, so you're not giving Cece the win because of logistics, fair enough. Yes, I'm giving yes. it to her because I think the episode revolves around her, right? She's the center of the universe. Mm -hmm. I think I like kind of judging it by the outcome. Like, I think she comes out feeling relieved, mm -hmm. making a good connection with her uh, future family. Her, her and Chevrang connect. Mm -hmm. uh, she finds out her fiancé's real name is Chevrang. Um... And, and she sort of, like, makes amends with Schmidt. Like, I think she comes out winning this episode. Does she Is she the funniest? No, but I have to give it to Cece. Mm -hmm. All right, fair enough. All right, we have a very cute um, banana minute this week. Okay. Do, 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 or next week, should I say. Um, like Nick, starts out strong, doesn't finish as strong. Okay. Let's listen to it. Okay, so tomorrow's first day of school... Do you go to the same school as Banana? When I'm on the moon, I do. When I'm on Earth, I don't. When you're on Earth, you don't. So, like, when are you on the moon? How often do you go to the moon? Because I usually see you here. Eleven times. Eleven times ever, you mean? Yep. Eleven times two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And today, Banana, uh, to making a fire, a fire trap that shoots fire every boxes everywhere and if Devante eat the f fire box the, f the the pills of fire in there yeah, they explode oh so he's up to his old tricks of doing crazy stuff no he never did that trick <laughs> he took that very literally up to his old tricks he never did that trick <laughs> that's a new trick 
Yeah. You can teach an old banana new tricks. I don't think, yeah, I don't think he's heard that expression before, honestly, now that I think about it. I loved, I usually see you here. You often go to the moon. Yeah. That was one of my, that's one of my favorite banana minutes, I think. Yeah, it's on a roll. We, we thought we were almost done, but he's put up a couple of good ones. What I love about it, too, is like he's got sort of bigger kid voice in the beginning. He hits yeah. you with his little, he's still got the baby voice. And then he gives you a little Israeli accent. It's like yeah. all of the... And then mm-hmm. he gives you the uh, the kid who's like, "Did you ever have a dream that you could that you could?" And then you could, you know that? Have yes. you seen that clip? <laughs> that, I know what you're that's about. sort of that's sort of the energy he's giving at the end of that. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to do a garden's man? Yeah, we could do a garden man. So uh, there, I, it came across my timeline today uh, for the Gardner news alert. Jo- Jennifer Garner and John Miller: a timeline of their relationship. This is an Us Weekly, so you know it's true. Ben Affleck may regret his divorce from Jennifer Garner, but the actress was in a great place after finding a love again with John Miller. A source exclusively told Us Weekly in, J- in January 2020 that the CEO very Who much wanted John to... John Miller? Listen, the C- Cali Group CEO. He very much wanted to marry the actress after two years together. However, only seven months later, Us confirmed the pair amicably split. Following the pair's brief breakup, a source told Us Weekly exclusively in May that they were officially back on. Um, and, they, and they read their uh, statement from when they got divorced. Now, I don't know why this is newsworthy, Wait, like, the, I think who got re- divorced? Like the wh- like the statement from when Garner and Affleck got divorced. Like oh, I don't totally okay. know why this is. Uh, you know, Miller was le- still legally married to his now ex-wife Carolyn Campbell when he started seeing Garner. Uh-oh. But I don't know why so this is. Are they together is... or no? Yeah, according to multiple sources, they're in love. They're stronger than ever. I like a CEO for her. I like that for her. Victor Garber approves. These like these celebrity co- like I think they're just. Re- oh. Oh. You'll never know. Sorry, but you can't hear what you think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that was an int- I like that was a juicy bin. Yeah, even though I'm more confused now than I was beforehand. All right, so we'll see if we could settle that in uh, the new year. Uh, again, you know, to, to all mm-hmm. who celebrate Shana Tavad and to all who don't, you know, we'll celebrate at the end of 2021 in December. Mm-hmm. You have any New Year's, Jew Year's revolu- resolutions? Huh. Not really. Do you? No, I don't really think that's like a thing. I don't think it's a thing either. I think I'm crushing it. I don't think I. <laughs> well, we I think we mutually have tried to to not miss as many weeks with NGOG. And I think okay. we're doing that. Yeah, I think that's that's what this episode is. We could have easily skipped, but we skipped the whole summer. So we're we're back on some. Some may have wished we skipped this one. Maybe. All right, Kiwi. I will see you in the new year, man. It'll be a little while for us. All right. We have well, a guest, though. Oh, should we, should we oh. pull? Do we want to pull a jar? No, we're not doing that. We're going to do it um, next week. Again, we don't have a guest. I always say that. I say we have a guest. I have to give you the name of next week's episode. Oh, a guest, not a guest. Okay, we could have a guest I know, if Chester wants to come on. Big confusion last time. If Chester wants to come on. He can come on. We still we're trying to find a spot for him. You don't know this. I invited Av and Chester onto this week's episode with about an hour's notice. Okay. And Av declined. We should get them um, on separately, though. Let let Av have his own episode. He'll he would be well, good on this. They're they're both welcome on separately together anytime. I mm-hmm. said that to them. It was no pressure. It was like this is not your last opportunity. Come whenever you want. Mm-hmm. It was just like oh, we could have a really. But big, how am I not involved? How am I not involved in it? Like <laughs> you have a how many how many like subgroups are there that I'm? Not Do you remember in? when I told you when you were like. Don't text Chester without me. And I was like, you're in this group, uh, Akiva. Mm-hmm. Well, I made a mistake. You're not in that group. It's me, Jared, Jerome, Chester, and Av. Holy <laughs> cow, man. Hilarious. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's because 
you couldn't come on. You had already declined like a guest spot on the Curb podcast when they were covering the Seinfeld like reunion. Mm-hmm. And in a desperate attempt to get someone. Oh, yeah. I think you and Rob were supposed to do it. I think a lot of people backed out. Yeah. Yes. And so Jared ended up doing it, but he invited me and Jared and I couldn't. So like occasionally I will use that group if I need to communicate with Avin Chester because I tried desperately to make a new chat and I couldn't figure it out in WhatsApp. So I just used it. Yeah, it's very hard. But you're not in it. So I apologize. I don't actually care. It's just funny. Um, We'll see. So what's next week's episode called? All right. Kiev, you're going to love this one. Gather your kids, season two, episode twenty-three. Virgins. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Well, I think it's chevron well, for well, sure, well. but the the pluralization here you is confusing. You think chevron is a is a virgin? Yeah, I mean, look what's happening. He's getting married, and, and you know, well, Cece's not a virgin. No, I know. That's why. Does he think she is? Possibly. I don't know. I can't imagine who else it would be. Winston? No. So, uh, yeah, that's my guess. I would be very interested to see a storyline where Cece and Chirang are both lying to the other about being a virgin. That would be actually a very funny episode. Okay. Well, you'll see it next week, according to my prediction. (laughs) We'll see. I actually, I know the plot of the episode, but I don't know why. It's called that? Okay, interesting. No, no, no. I know, sorry. I know why it's called that. I don't know why, like, why it comes up in the context. Um, and it's directed by Alec Berg. Maybe this is when Av will want to come on. Oh, okay. Big time. All right, Keeve. Uh, yep. Have a great holiday. Happy and healthy New Year. Sweet yep. New same, Year. Same to the listeners and you. All that business. All right, we'll see you next week. My pipe and my dog. My pipe and my dog. My pipe and my dog.